Hey, Black Tribers, it is Gary Black flying solo again, I might say. My beautiful bride is actually over-serving our special needs nephews and nieces. My dad, at almost 83, has COVID, and so we're uh, we're immersed. And I'm here in Colorado Springs in my little corner office in our apartment. Noah up on the wall behind me. I'm excited. Hey, you might notice that my back in black intro and outro are gone. I've kind of lost all my help. So if there's anybody out there that uh, wouldn't mind editing, just throwing in an intro and helping me a little bit with podcasts and some videos, that would be awesome. Hit me up. Uh, if you're watching this on video, you're on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Karen Lisa Black. And if you're listening on SoundCloud or Apple, um, man, welcome. Thank you for listening. Hey, look, I just wanted to hit something. Um, it's really on my heart. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working hard on some things and I just want to share where I kind of see the generation going, what I'm hearing from the father a little bit. Today has been a prophetic whirlwind in my life. I'm uh, on day two of a fast, water fast. Um, I don't know how long I'm going to go, but I just know the father said, hey, look, take some time, detox your brain, your body. <laughs> Start to sit with me, wait with me, trust the big picture, the big story. Quit trying to make things happen. Um, when I think one of the hardest things we can do, um, especially in the West, is learn to wait in our hearts, learn to trust uh, the whole story. But look, I sent out a newsletter um, <clears throat> earlier this month, actually, and I, I got such an incredible response uh, that I just wanted to hit it a little bit. And again, when I say incredible response for the Black Tribe, you know, it's our hundreds, not our hundreds of thousands or millions. It's just our good little family that we have here. Um, and, and we love that. And, and we, again, we're just so thankful for every one of you for um, just listening and being a part of what, where we're going and what we're doing. My newsletter, I just hit that I really see uh, this pandemic, this thing uh, ending. It's incredible. Like right when I wrote that, the UK a couple of days later later announced it's the endemic. They're done. They're lifting all the restraints. Um, Europe is doubling down. We're trying to move G42 back to Spain, as you know. Uh, we've pushed it to May, uh, hoping that some things lift, uh, but we just don't know yet. Um, America is kind of going the wrong way in most states. Although today I saw that Mr. Biden um, said that he's they, they basically made him pull back the restrictions. And so we're going to see a lot of restrictions being pulled back. This last variant, I call it the Almacombrian fish variant. I, it's on the, sorry, I know that's not that funny, but, uh, you know, we had Corona, the beer, now we have the clothes, the whole thing. I think this is God's way. And you can read a lot of articles, listen to a lot of doctors, follow the science. I know my science guys out there on this. And, and this is how these viruses uh, the, these things take care of themselves. And so I believe we're at the very end. I think God has set up ways. I mean, as you know, the Spanish flu is still out there. It's just gone through so many variants that it doesn't make us sick anymore. And um, I, and, 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 I, and we're there. And in the next couple of weeks, month, two months, we're going to see a real lift. And I, my whole heart, as you guys that listen to us regularly know, is that I am called to this planet to activate young people. Period. That should just be my tagline, my mission statement. I see prophetically into people's hearts. I re remind them, or maybe for the first time, sometimes tell them who they are in the spirit, why they're on the planet, what the gifts of God are that reside in them, and 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 what maybe what they're supposed to do with their lives. And when you activate that in somebody, they start believing bigger for the first time. 
They start to dream bigger, or maybe they start to remember some of those dreams that were in them. So let's stop a second. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to activate everybody that's listening right now. God, activate their dreams, activate in the spirit uh, what you're doing in them, what you want to do through them now in 2022. In Jesus' name, amen. And so in my newsletter, I was just talking about, you know, we've had, and the coronavirus, this virus this has been terrible. I mean, I was so sick in August. Um, I, we've lost a lot of loved ones. My dad has it right now. Uh, it, it's a horrible thing. And we've way overdone it. We've way gone into fear. I think the fourth of pharma uh, is out today, the fourth shot. I mean, these pharma companies are making billions of dollars on feeding the fear uh, in America and around the world. And, and I hate that for us. I hate that what is done in our young people specifically. If, if, you've, if you've read the statistics and watched it at all, girls, guys, young girls don't kill themselves. It's just such a rare thing. Young girls committing suicide is up 51% from this time last year. Depression and anxiety, and I know we've talked about this a bunch, it just keeps me up. And when I wake up in the morning, it's the first prayer out of my mouth is, I know it's wrecking a generation. I watch Noah at 19 and all of his friends, you know, their parents know you go to high school, you go to university, you get a job, you've got golden handcuffs on because you're in debt. Now you've got to work for the rest of your life to pay that debt and to have a dream. You've got to give your life to something that you probably don't really care about that much. And, and I've watched it over and over and over in 30 plus years of ministry at being 55. And I, again, having a good steady job, the same one, being a mechanic, man, it is a kingdom call if that's what God has called you to. You're a janitor, you're a CEO, the pay's the same, babe. It's, it's the same if God called it. And if he did, he gives you grace to do it. And you find passion and you find life in it and you bring life to that workspace. It doesn't matter what it is. So I'm not saying that you need to quit everything and go to the nations and do all these things. You have to do what Holy Spirit says in your heart. And I promise you, I, I got, have a lot of science buddies that get mad at me that, that I'm not following the science, that I don't trust science. Look, at I, I love science. I believe in science. I think science and the kingdom work hand in hand together. And if we don't work hand in hand together, we're missing a big part of what God's doing on the planet. I don't put my faith in science ever. I put my faith in one thing, in Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God and what he's doing, my king and his kingdom and what I can do to serve that. That's where my faith resides, not in science. And I know this administration and everybody's saying, follow the science. Well, guess what, guys? Follow the science because every scientist now, everybody's telling us the same thing. This thing's about over. So what do we do? How do we come into 2022 and how do we serve the next generation? And let me just put this on your heart for a second. And I really want you to get this because it's changed me. I don't know if you listen to the Bema podcast. I'd really encourage you to do that. I don't agree with everything, all their conclusions, chew on the meat, spit out the bones. I love how they bring in the, the, the Hebrew perspective, the, the Jewish teachers. And I've gone and read some of them that they, that they have talked about and other ones that our buddy Zach Ripley listens to and, and, and reads. And I, I've just come to this space like, what is the image of God? What does it mean to be made in the image of God? And what the Jews believe, what they'll teach you is that it is literally knowing when to stop creating. God says in Genesis 1, which is the gospel, remember that. It's not Genesis 3. It is Genesis 1. It's good. It's good. It's good. And God wants to release a father's blessing, of the generational blessing on this generation. 
especially Gen Z. I'm telling you, it's their time to start giving their lives away at a, at a deeper level, a bigger degree. And, and, and when we're made in his image and we create, that's what we do. We're creators. We create art. We create sports. I mean, did you watch that playoff game? Maybe not a football fan, but probably the greatest football game ever played the other night between Kansas City and the Bills. The Bills should have won. Sorry, Chiefs people. Can't stand them. Bills should have won. But hey, that's where we're at. And we just keep increasing. But the point is that God was trying to show us in Genesis 1 that he made everything and it was really good. And then what did he do? He rested. And that word means celebrated. He celebrated. He stopped. He taught us all through the word of God, all through the old and new. Take your Sabbath. Take that day that's just, you do nothing. You're just with him. You're not being isolated. You're not binging on Netflix, although do that sometimes. That's fine. You're, 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 you're actually inviting him in to your rest. And I have talked about this, but I work from a space of rest every morning. I get to rest in my quiet time with him. I'm not panicked. I'm not wondering if he's going to answer my prayers. I just sit with the father and I, and I allow him to allow me to rest. And I work from rest. So I don't have to work to get to the weekend. I don't have to work for that vacation or that next job or that next promotion. I'm already at rest. And when you're at rest, you, you, you see the world completely different and you treat people completely different. And so I'm just, I, I believe, and I was talking about in the newsletter, that with all the bad things that have happened and how horrible this has been and the fear and, and what it's put on the generation, they're, they're hiding. All, my, my, my son's friends hate college. They're doing things they never thought they would do. They're, they're, they're lonely. They're depressed. They, they want something more. They just don't know what it is. And so I know the only way to lift the fog off of a generation is first of all, like I said, speak into their spirit. God spoke and the, in, in the, in creation came into existence. We speak life into a generation, into our children, into our little brothers and sisters, into the kids we meet in the coffee shop. We speak some life into them, prophetically tell them, man, God loves you. You know that you were born to be loved, that he would rather die than not be with you. And he's got something for you a purpose on your life that, that I would love to see you find out what that is. And when you speak that, they come alive. I mean, I'm telling you, I pray for people in parking lots, in restaurants. I, I got out of my truck the other day and one of our neighbors was walking out, single mom, runs two or three jobs at maybe four. She goes all the time. I could just see she was exhausted. And I just said, we see you. My wife and I are for you. Do you, can I pray for you? And she just said, may, may I hug you please? And I said, yes. And it just changed her whole night. Now when I see her, she just keeps thanking me for that time. So we speak life wherever we go. We bring kingdom no matter what we're doing, but we have to get kids out of the fog of America, out of this, the, the media and the, the social media, especially it's killing our children. It, it, it doesn't work. If we don't minimize that stuff and shut that stuff, we're all addicted to our phones. I promise you, everyone I'm talking to right now is addicted to their phone. I'm addicted to my phone. I'll confess that. I confess that and I want to break that, but I'm looking at it all the time. And social media and ads have kind of taken over the generation. And so when we can lift them out of that fog, Get them out to the to to the nations. Get them out serving the poor. Get them out just doing something out of their fear-based, basement-hidden, video game life, social media life, comparing themselves to everybody. If we can break that over them and give them some hope, 
I believe this generation is going to turn the whole world upside down. See, guys, I am not, uh, I don't think the rapture's coming. I don't think this big destruction's coming. I'm sorry. I think that's false doctrine. I just can't find it in the Word of God. I'd be really happy to, and I might post this on the Patreon site, uh, all of the hopeful, victorious eschatology that Michael Derringer has has shown us and taught us in the commentaries about it and the books, because I want to get this into your heart. I want you to see that we have hope and we win. We're not waiting for some thousand-year millennial or in God to come and kill the Muslims and all the things the church has taught through the years. It just isn't true. The truth is, is that we have a king and a kingdom, and he has he's going to turn all of this around. He's going to wreck the planet with love and with grace, and, and it's going to be an awesome turnaround, and a generation reaches itself. So our my job is to activate them, tell them who they are, and then let them go. And so I've, I'm, I'm back with adventures uh, and missions. I believe that if we can get the GAP program healthy again, we can relaunch a brand new world race and what it's supposed to look like. Not rebranding anything. The world race is a really good name. It's been awesome for us. It's, it's, it's incredible to hear the story still of the thousands of young people that have gone around the world and served uh, the needy with us. Um, but it has to change. It needs to, it needs to turn. Wineskins are nothing. Throw the wineskin away. And let's see what the Father's saying for this generation. And here's what I really believe. He wants to call out 17 to 30-year-olds. He wants to get them out of the fog. He wants to get them out of their, their normal, desperate lives. And he wants to get them into the nation. So I want to take you to Guatemala. I want to take you to Swaziland. We know it's not Swazi anymore. It's Wani. I want to, I want to take you to, uh, to places, non-vax routes and vax routes. For you of those that are all vax, I'm not anti-vax. I think it's brilliant. And, and, and those of you that aren't going to get vaxxed. I think that's brilliant too. You got to listen to the Holy Spirit on that. We've got a route for that. We've got a route for the, for the vaxxed. And so get you out into three or four countries over nine months, let you serve the poor, let you see what's happening with indigenous people around the planet, see the hope that's happening. You're going to bring hope to the planet. We have family trips. If you've got a, if you've got a young family and you're just like, we need to go do something, I want to encourage you. I'm going to put the links down here at adventures.org. We're going to birth, rebirth this thing. We're going to give one-month trips, three-month trips, uh, six-month, maybe 11 again. I don't know. Right now, we do know for September launch, we have a GAP program. It's going to three or four countries. And again, two routes. And I've got about 90. We've got about 90 young people signed up. We need about 150 to bring just health back to, do, to what we're doing. You know we lost millions with COVID. A lot of mission organizations are shutting down right now. They're going away. We're healthy. We've we've got we've got some cash reserves. We've ne- we just haven't ever gone into debt as Adventures in Mission. Seth Barnes has led us really really well that way, and and so now we say, well, what does it mean to shift a generation? Has God given us me the authority to bring life and shift a generation? I got to be a part of that in the '90s, and like I said earlier today, it's been a prophetic swirl. I, I got invited by Lou Engel to join just a just a few hundred people in Kansas City. On February 22nd, 2022, just for a transfer, Isaiah 22, 22 of sons and daughters, the keys of David. And again, I don't get all weird with this stuff. As you guys know, I don't believe in all of the prophetic stuff going on. I read a thing from the prophetic roundtable the other day of people that I know really, really well and have worked with closely. About half of it was, was honestly, just was, was garbage. It just wasn't. It, it's Old Testament prophecy, which is not the time that we're in. 
And, and so be careful what you listen to. Make sure you're taking everything to Holy Spirit. Don't take my word for it or anyone else's. Get in the word of God. Get a rhema word. And, and then put those together and listen to what the Father's saying for you and for the generation. And I know for me what he's saying is let's reactivate. Let's break this spirit of fear and depression and anxiety. Let's get them out of their basements, off their video games. Do you know how many articles science-wise and doctor-wise psychology that I could send you about how video games and young kids lead to a porn addiction in both boys and girls? It's the number one way the porn world is getting our kids addicted is through the video games first, that adrenaline and those endorphins. And so we got to break this cycle. And it really, I really take responsibility for this. So as we do that, guess what, guess what just happened for us? We went and we have a new partner that's an accredited college, beautiful people, a small college, but biblically based out of Athens, Georgia. They have nursing, they have transformative leadership, courses you can get your associates you can get your bachelor's your your master's your doctorate while you travel with us so let's say you've got a 17 year old senior i don't know what i want to do i don't know where i want to go son daughter i guess what i want you to talk to gary black i want you to talk to these guys at adventures hand them off trust that you've got to break the fear in you first or it's not going to break in your kids i was on a call the other day with a really cool prophetic woman up in in um, uh, nebraska and her daughter heard my voice. And she said when she came down and got on the phone with us on a Zoom call, she said, I've been in my room for two or three days full of fear. I couldn't leave my room. And when I heard your voice, Gary Black, the fear lifted and I came out of my room. What do you do? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that for me. That's not a pat on my back. I'm just going to keep serving and, and allow the Lord to use himself through me as an ordinary man. I'm going to allow that kind of prophetic utterance to happen and break fear off of one or tens of thousands. That's that's my heart, and I believe it's going to be both. So as they come out with us for that nine months, and they opt in for under twenty grand, you do the do the um, gap year for fifteen thousand eight hundred. So you raise that as support. We've been doing this for years and years. We teach you how to do that. Your your school for that year, you'll get a full accreditation for that year, it's like your freshman year or a transfer. It's thirty four hundred bucks, and so for under twenty thousand dollars. And scholarships are offered. All kinds of stuff are happening. Because the, the point is, one of the main goals is we don't want you to finish your school, your university in debt, in any kind of debt. We want you to get debt free while you're in school and learn how to do it. And we want you to come live in community, be discipled, get some spiritual formation. Uh, in that community, you probably need to work because we're way too lazy and we, we're afraid of work. If we're doing ministry and work or school, that's not true. I love Gary V and what he says. If, you, if he meets a 19, 20 year old in university and he says, Who's, who, whose cell phone are you on? Whose cell phone plan are you on? And if they're on their parents, there's like, you're a total waste of time. Get off your parents' cell phone plan. Go get a job. Get your school done. Do what's in your heart to do and put responsibility on yourself because that'll break your depression. That'll break your anxiety. I promise you. That's a spiritual principle. So, I'll calm down. I'm, I'm fired up today. It's been a crazy prophetic swirl. I'm hungry. been fasting. Gap year, nine months. I, I want at least 150 kids to go. Sign up is by in before April. By April, they'll launch in September. They do a full training camp down in Gainesville at the, at the base. I'll be in and out of there. 
They go to countries that we know there are bases. We go there all the time. In fact, Seth and a bunch of our people are there right now. Global U, one of our one of our leadership schools, is in Guatemala right now. We've got a lot of people on that base. They're training indigenous people in Guatemala to be missionaries in the Middle East. So it's safe. It's it's probably safer. No, it is safer than America. I could show you that, but we don't need to get into an argument. Guatemala, you go to these places that are safe. We send you in there, but it does challenge you. It does stretch your faith. You get to lay hands on people and see them healed. You get to share this life that you've been given through Jesus Christ with people, and you see their whole countenance change. Their eyes get brighter, right? Because there's hope for them. And while you're doing that, you knock out a year of your education, and you're on your way to wherever your heart tells you to go. And, and, and here's how the Father works most of the time. And I, and I know some people will disagree with this, but this is true. God will usually tell you, here's four or five things. What is in your heart to go do, go do that with all your passion. See, God says he puts the desires in our, his desires for us in our hearts. And his desire is to see you live fully alive. And by being stuck in your little homes and by not doing anything or just going to a university, not knowing what you're going to do, 87%, maybe higher now, of every young person that goes to university changes their degree at least once. 80-some percent change it twice. And 90-some percent never use their degree after they graduate. And it's incredible amount, 60-some percent, that are in debt when they leave university. We want to wipe that out. Oh, and by the way, I hope you're still listening because this is the most important part. Our university systems are broken. They're not teaching anything new. They're teaching you memorization now. Still, I mean, I'm sorry, after 30 years, they're still wanting our students to memorize things. All you have to do is ask Siri and she'll tell you anything you want. You don't need to memorize anymore. You need to be educated properly. What people are doing with crypto and these NFTs and all this, it's so good for our young people to learn because it just, it creates excitement. Not that you're going to be a millionaire because none of that matters after you get to know the father and after you get to know his plan, his passion is the same as yours. So, when I say to people, you don't need to know the will of God for your life. You are the will of God for your life. That's what I want to talk about. Abraham, okay, this is awesome stuff. He was created in God's image, and he knew when to stop creating. He married a barren woman that he knew couldn't carry on his name, couldn't have children, which was everything in that culture, still is. He married her anyway. That's why God chose him. And I could walk you through Moses. What did Moses say up on the mountain when the, the Israelites sinned against God and made the cow? And by the way, that cow was a little small, really small, the golden calf, because it was made out of earrings. What did, what did Moses say? Don't kill them. Take me. I'd rather you take my life. And you'll see that over and over. God chooses people who aren't living for themselves. God chooses people that are going to go live for others and give their life away for others. And if you walk through that whole thing with Abraham, he didn't do everything right. He missed it with Hagar. He missed it going to Egypt. There were consequences. He had to pay those consequences, but God still said, he's my man. We're not perfect, nowhere near. But when we have a heart to say, I want to live for other people, God will stay with us, keep blessing us, and keep us on this road of excitement and living a life like we never thought we could. So if you're young, if you're a young person listening, I, I want you to really consider praying about this and looking at the website. Go to adventures.org, and I'll put some links up here, and, and go to that, that, that gap year, that nine month, and just as you're looking at things, just be praying in the Spirit. Just sit there. If you're a parent, I want to challenge you. You have to break the fear off of your life 
to break it off of yours. Maybe there was a generational curse of fear in your family. Let's break that. Galatians 3 says that Jesus hung on the cross. Every man that hangs on a tree breaks the curse. That curse has been broken. Now you get to apply it to your family and you get to take some risk. The only way you keep your heart open is risk and confession. So Father, I confess I'm full of fear. I can't believe that what's happened in our world these last two years. I don't want my little baby out there maybe getting this virus or whatever could happen. Break that fear. Change that to, Father, you gave this child to me for such a time as this to shoot them, Psalm says, out as arrows into the nations so they can bring, bring the love of God and hope to all the nations around the planet, right? We're the hope. God's going to restore all this and renew all this, and he is coming back. We're going to be here all renewed. But right now, he wants us to bring heaven to earth every day through our families. We are a family ministry. We're a Black Tribe, Adventures, G42. We're all about the family. We're trying to create strength in our young people. So if you're a pastor, listen to this, a youth pastor, give me some of your kids and let me create some strength, more strength in them because we have to partner together and I'll give them back to you stronger, full of, full of piss and vinegar, I promise. And they'll, they'll make your youth group, your church stronger. I don't want to take anyone from you. I want to I want to bring them out, initiate them a bit, and then give them back to you so that they can do that over and over again. Amen. You have any questions? Email me, call me, hit me up, be ticked off. I'm good with all of this. I'm excited for what 2022 is going to bring. I'm telling you, I wish I could bring you into my this swirl that I've had today and all these phone calls and hope and the stuff I'm hearing. I'm going to be in uh, Pittsburgh. The weekend of February 6th, preaching at a church up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. If you're up there, let me know. Um, I'm going to be out in Kansas City, February 26th. And I'll be back out in Bellingham, Washington with the Hansons and our family out there. And God's just going to keep doing this. And we're going to stir this, this spirit of hope up. And we're going to break a demonic spirit of fear and sickness and depression over generation. And we're going to see this earth turned upside down and become fully alive in Jesus name. Hey, thanks for listening. I promise you Lisa will be back soon. Uh, I know she's the rock star and she looks much better on video. Uh, again, if you're watching this on Patreon, patreon.com slash Gary and Lisa black, uh, the black Gary and Lisa black.com for our coaching um, and our other, our other ministry partners. Um, on SoundCloud, on Apple with the Black Tribe podcast. Give me your feedback. Let me know what you're hearing, sensing, feeling, and let me know if I can answer any of your questions. I love you guys. God bless you. Have a great, great rest of your week.